Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. A community consists of a plethora of musicians, businesses, and iconic characters. Spent the Rent podcasts incorporates all that is Eugene and gives the listener a glimpse into the diversity of our city, one guest at a time. Finally, it's our turn to get to know the host, the man who brings comedy and intellect to these interviews. This is the season one recap with Self-Esteem Boat Willie. coming yeah i live here oh yeah that's right so um thanks for being on time i mean i really wasn't so thanks for calling me out i appreciate that a lot so let's talk about you today this is kind of cool super fan blair here yeah this is cool thank you for doing this um i asked you to host the show because i felt like you know we reference you a lot you we had an episode 14 i thought was really cool and when I wanted to kind of flip it for a season recap, I wanted to see if you would host it and interview me, and you wrote down some questions, and I'm I'm ill-prepared. That's okay. I'm a little ill-prepared myself. I am a mom after all. Right. So this will be fun. So, uh, you know, thanks for doing this. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me and thinking about me for this. So I just want to get right to it. Let's talk about your sponsors. Yeah. So... You know, it's kind of growing. Uh, when I started this, it's now been a year. I didn't really know how that was going to come about, the sponsors. And James Barber has been really gracious. He runs Oregon Cashflow Pro, uh, free money management videos, and, and does some really cool things for the community. But James Barber actually reached out and was like, hey, I want to be your title sponsor like early on, because I think he was my fourth guest. Yeah. And I was pretty... I was stoked. I was pretty amazed because he he was like, I believe in what you're doing and yeah, I think it's going to grow. Yeah, he's the star voting guy, right? Yeah. So, you know, he ran for county commissioner and, and him and I have didn't know each other when I had booked him for the first time. And then, you know, slowly we have been building this relationship and it's pretty pretty cool that he believed in me early on. Yeah. So he, he became the title sponsor real quick and, and uh, if you haven't watched his stuff, you know, on YouTube, he's got all these videos, but you can go to his website, OregonCashflowPro.com. And obviously I mentioned that, mentioned that at the beginning of each episode. And I mentioned it a lot because, because he does a lot for us. So it's That's pretty cool. That's way cool. And then other sponsors, uh, let's see, we got uh, a good yeah, friend of mine. Yeah, the list is Yeah, my, my, my second one was uh, Jake Williams, started an online community called 45 Degrees Northwest. And they're doing hats and shirts and all kinds of cool stuff in the videos uh, on his Facebook page and also on YouTube, uh, you know, they, they talk about hunting and just kind of hunting culture right now. They're talking about 
the uh, lottery that goes on, like to see if people get a tag and whatnot. And oh, so, yeah, totally. So it's just ways to kind of, if you have questions or you're trying to learn more about hunting or you're, an, you know, like really big into it, you can talk to them and it's just a community that he's building and the shirts and hats are awesome. I love March. Yeah. So he's, he's doing that. Uh, that's Jake Williams. He's also been one of our guests and, uh, you know, he's a tattoo artist. Yeah. I was going to say that's overtime. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's a good one. And then, uh, uh, you know, my buddy, he goes by J.R. Ewing, uh, doing real estate, selling, uh, houses through song real estate. So awesome. he's killing it and he's sponsored it. And if you go on the strpod.com slash sponsors you can click on his little ad and it will automatically call him so if you're looking at buying oh my a god that's so clever it's pretty pretty neat that's so, so clever. if you're looking at buying a home you can talk to jr ewing from song real estate and he'll hook you up i grew up with him he's been my best friend since high school yeah so he's a good dude that's pretty cool and then we've got a new sponsor uh our guest last week mvp sports and games oh my gosh um uh, and uh that's pretty cool because they got this poker hall now in Corvallis and Henry Martin was gracious enough after we did our interview, he was he was interested in becoming a sponsor. So that's cool. That's amazing. Another really exciting thing, and you were the first one, uh, you can be an individual sponsor and, and you can donate like a dollar or two dollars monthly or one time donation, whatever you want. So you just go to the website and how it works is if you just message the Facebook page and you send me a selfie. <laughs> then uh, I will post it on the website, strpod.com slash sponsors. And, you know, it's cool because it's it's a growing list. Like I, it is. I, I can't believe how much it's grown. I think Aaron Major was actually the first one that sponsored it. And then uh, so some pretty cool things with that. Kyle, Creasy. I don't, you know, Chris, uh, one of my regular customers, he's an older gentleman that we always talk about, you know, the Democratic Party and some cool stuff. And he's become a monthly sponsor. And so there's too many to list. But uh, Amy Marie, I, I'm going to You list. got a lot. You you have done quite well for yourself. I'm super proud of you. Just it's small. It's it's not a ton of money, but it's it's enough to keep me motivated to keep doing this. And, and it's not about the money at all. It never, no. it never was. And, you know, good exposure for businesses and stuff. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Right. So, yeah, that's the sponsors right now. And, and I really encourage anyone listening to go to strpod.com slash sponsor and become a sponsor. So I have a question. So yesterday, speaking of strpod.com, yesterday you spent a lot of time revamping that website. So I kind of took a peek. It's nice and streamlined now, a little bit better than before. So uh, I love the website. Tell me yeah, more about you. it. Yeah, thank you. I just tried to simplify it. I, I mean, now that I think the last five episodes or whatnot, we've been doing video. And if you're watching this, cheers. And, you know, the videos are available on YouTube, but there's a link on the website that's really cool. And I wanted to kind of streamline it. Obviously the episodes were originally designed to just be audio and the videos right. are pretty simple just depending on what platform that you're listening to this on. If you're, if you're using YouTube and you can throw it on in the background and listen, just like, you know, you would with any other podcast, but that's kind of neat. But on the website, I felt like there was just too much going on on the main page and just too much scrolling. So I kind of shrunk it down to where it's a little bit more you know, simple and, and there's places that I really encourage everyone to go to from the main screen. Like I really want people to check out the sponsors because they're how this happens. Right. And then, you know, obviously the same episode list is growing. And so now you can even search on the episode list if there's, cause now that we're getting into more and more episodes, it's yeah. going to be a little bit deeper and harder to find. This is number 43, correct? This is episode 43, and this is the first episode, technically, of season two, so I'm curious. Season two, I love it. Yeah, I haven't launched it yet, so I'm curious, once I once this is done and we put it online, if Apple separates 
like Apple Podcasts if mm-hmm. it separates season one and season two. I haven't even seen it yet. So we'll mm. see how that works out. And, uh, you know, a growing list. I mean, I've got, I'm taking next week off. And then basically from now on, instead of doing it every week, we're going to cut back to do uh, every other week. So I have a little bit more time to do research and we can go more in depth with the oh, guests. Oh, nice. Which I think is good. And it gives a little bit more time for each episode to get some I exposure. I like this. The podcast is growing. This is amazing. Yeah. Thank you. So, so the website, obviously, we At, just strpod.com. Yes. And then, um, so my favorite spot on the website besides the episodes is your merch page because, um, I'm obsessed with your stickers right now. Right. And so is my son. But, um, let's talk about your merch. Is it cheap? Pretty simple. It's cheap. I kept it cheap. So, you know, because this is starting out, I don't have a ton of inventory. I just went, I, I chose to do it through Teespring, which basically may, you know, if you order it, they'll ship it to you and I don't even have to do anything about it, but the high quality images and there's hoodies and socks and all kinds of different stuff. Grocery I bags. I love socks. I yeah. love merch socks. And I mean, to be honest, I just kept the price, you know, 15 bucks for a shirt and then plus shipping, but uh, and I get a small cut. It's not about making money. It's just no. kind of if you if you want to rock the logo and you're a fan of the show. So you can find that on the website, uh, strpod.com slash shop. And you can order through Teespring. And also, if there's people that want coasters, you can order my CDs that I've made all the music yes. that I, <laughs> in you know, the past. I, I'm, a f- I'm absolutely guilty of doing this. So um, my the- giant coffee cups fit quite well on yeah, Right. <laughs> so if you need new coasters... That's a cool thing you can do. Uh, you know, I've got a, a few albums and it's just kind of a lost thing that people buy in CDs. But I also have tape cassettes. And these, when you buy those, the tape cassettes, which are USB drives. Oh, my God. So they're kind of neat and it has my whole catalog. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking about now that we're done with season one, I might actually go ahead and throw the full season one on each tape cassette that someone oh, wow. buys. So what it is, it's a USB drive. So like you plug it into your computer. So it looks like a tape cassette. They're pretty, okay. they're pretty cool. And so that is available there. And those ones, the music merch is directly from me. So when you order it, I'll be the one shipping it. And it's kind of oh kind of fun. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So speaking of CDs and them being, you know, kind of cycled out of our existence. A thing of the far, past. You right. know, they're just, they were awesome when they were high school times for us. But now it's just, anyways, let's move on to Spotify playlist. Oh, yeah. That's the new, that's, that's the, the new, new way thing. of doing it. And you may have noticed in the last couple episodes, if you've listened, uh, there's a new ad that's part of the my host site. I host it through Anchor FM. Right. And uh, that that's what allows it to go to all the different sites. And they offer you sponsorships and they give you pennies, literally nothing. But it's it's kind of neat to do anyways because I think the information's valuable. And right. I've declined some of the offers from different uh, sponsorships because I just didn't feel like it fit the podcast that I was Understandable. doing. Understandable. You know, and so uh, Spotify was one of the ones that offered it because Spotify recently purchased Anchor FM. Mm-hmm. So they're the the one that's kind of primary for Anchor. Okay, it's on so they're all the, like the parent company now? Yeah, and it's still going to be on Apple Podcasts and all that stuff, but Spotify is making a push to really grow their, their okay. uh, podcast, you know, usage and i like spotify's uh setup because there's a flyer for each episode specifically apple doesn't do that right right so it's easier to share on spotify too i love that i love that on all of the social and you can share it to instagram yeah that's a cool thing in your story and stuff so on the spotify thing i went ahead and i created a playlist of all the songs at least as long as they're on spotify some of the artists are so obscure locally that they don't have their music online right 
and which is a reason you go to local shows. But uh, the Spotify playlist is now up and running, and it's it's building. I think it's at thirty one songs now. So that's and pretty, it's most of the songs from all the, the songs featured in in oh, the Spent the Rent so podcast. Awesome. So at the end of each episode, I'll play a local song or I'll play something I've made of my own, and that's going to continue to add new people because I. I'd like to get permission first. So there's right. a lot of people locally that I'd like to play that I haven't, you know, that I'm mm-hmm. um, looking at you, Lafa Taylor. No, but yeah, just right. different people, you know, local people that I'm going to, I'm going to reach out and I'm going to get the confirmation because I want to make sure I have their permission instead of. Right. You can't just go just dropping using it. people's you, music. Right. So Cerebral Cortex is a big one. I'd like to give a shout out. I've played a bunch of his stuff, his yes. work with the creative types, and he's a talented artist. And then Ender One, of course, um, yeah, you know, yeah, he's absolutely. been one of the best music guests. And Sammy Warm Hands is now on board with letting me use his stuff. And then I'm bringing throwbacks too. Like I've played music from Edward Outward, a good friend of mine, Dave Uberti. Yeah, and he is. Uh, he's actually on Spent the Rent Records, which is pretty great. There's oh two God, bands, awesome. me and him. <laughs> so, uh, and then you know, I threw in some Right Left Grand. My friends Joe Mitchell, Aaron Major, Tim Platt, those guys were in a band. And so it's pretty neat to to get a hold of some of my buddies and be like, let me get your recordings and I'll play right. them on my podcast. Oh, the Clowns of Class as well. Brought that out of retirement with an old hip hop group I was in. And oh my gosh, we've used some of their music, so that's cool. That's amazing. So I I gotta know, as fangirl, what inspired you to start this whole entire process? You know, I've always wanted to do uh, talk radio ever since I was a little kid. Really, it was something that I was always inspired. My both my parents listen to talk radio. A lot of it's really political, you know, Dr. Laura and that kind of crap. Yes. And my dad was a big Rush Limbaugh fan. And so that was kind of inspired me early on to do like a really sports were something that I felt like wouldn't be as polarizing. And I, boy, was I wrong. Yeah, no, but right. but uh, something I always considered getting into. And, and it was something I talked about a lot as a kid to do to go to school for communications for radio broadcasting and then slowly you know, what happened when I was younger and I was recording music and I had the mics and I had the, mm-hmm. the setup and everything is, is I was drinking too much. So yeah. I would, I would hit record to kind of, you know, not streaming it, but just kind of canning it. And it was just a train wreck. Plus I didn't have the, the life experience that I felt like you would need to do mm-hmm. something. And I wanted to hit on like hard topics at times and just have fun with it. And I just, the, the platform wasn't there yet. So it wasn't yeah. like there was a, a basis to follow and full disclosure, listening to Mark Marin and listening to Joe Rogan's podcast and Joe and how, how basically Joe Rogan kind of changed the game because he'll talk about who, whatever they're going to talk about, depending on the guest. And that was right. something that inspired me to kind of be like, you know what? Screw having a theme. Like I could just go ahead and each guest will make, you know, the theme. Right. And my general theme uh, early on was just to reflect stories of the underrepresented. So, okay. So when you came on and you had talked about being homeless and how you turned your life around, I'm like, well, this is an opportunity for somebody to be heard that the way that it's always presented is wrong because they present it like you're some kind of monster. Like, yeah. how did you do this instead of just a normal Sub-human. human being? Right. Yeah. So that's something that, that you know, I just always wanted to do talk radio and the podcast world started growing and I had all the tech, all the equipment and everything. I bought new mics early on in the show, but... Just kind of was easy to get it off the ground. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you say that you love talk radio. My my parents, more specifically, my dad and my grandpa both listen to talk radio. My dad was a big Howard Stern fan. So I grew up listening to that. And I just love 
the controversial stuff, but I really love that you, you know, you do touch on hard topics like me being homeless. Sure. And then, you know, your friend that you recommended, one of my favorite things about the podcast is that uh, when people come to me and say, I have an idea for a show, I think James Betzer was the one, give a shout out to James, that uh, was like, you should interview Amy Marie from the Defiant Divas. Yeah. And so I was like, ooh, that was early on. And I was was still trying to get, you know, guests and try to get diversity. So have women as well. Because that was something I was really concerned with early on. Like, I need to make sure to have voices from different people. Right. And so that was really cool. And then you had referred me to Sarah Schofield. Yes. And she does... Uh, walks for suicide prevention Mm -hmm. and she was amazing and you know one of the things I didn't know how it was going to go I was nervous going into that show Mm -hmm. because it's something that you you know have to take really serious is that now I want to make this clear we weren't joking by any means but when you have mental health issues that you battle and you're open about it and you talk about it it allows you to kind of make not light of it, but just there's a sense of pride in the fact that you're getting it out. Yes, absolutely. And so her and I, I were relate. her and I were very laid back in a way. I mean, it was loose, so you know, it was a really good conversation. And really, what podcasts? What the the benefit of listening to a podcast is that it's an adult conversation. Sometimes it's not an adult conversation. Right. It's just a real conversation that isn't scripted, and and I think that's what's ma- you know magic about it. So right, I you know I. I love your podcast so much. <laughs> well, thank you. I really do. So I want to know, um, what is your favorite episode that you've recorded? And I don't mean this in the, in a way that you're like playing favorites with guests. I mean, like the way that you felt during the interview, how it was executed. Was the guest amazing? Like, you know what I mean? It's what? hard to say. I think I've done two episodes with, with Kaz. Zaidi. I love him. And, I love his he, episodes. I mean, it's so impossible to say because Ender, Ender's Ender's episodes, the first one, he was the first episode. Right. So for, for Ender to come on and, and believe in me, and he's such a good conversationalist with right. such a just... You a really pr- set a hardcore baseline with that oh, guy. Oh, yeah. With the, like, yeah was, set the bar high. <laughs> yes. So that was episode one. So obviously that was something I really enjoyed. But uh, Kaz, Zaidi, and having the conversations about global politics is something that's really cool. You know, he's a graduate student at the University of Oregon. Uh, I mean, our episode was great. The one that, you know, we talked about, it was episode 14. And if you're listening to this and you haven't seen my interview with Blair... Listen to, actually. Oh, man. This is pre-video. Yeah, it was pre-video, so it's audio only. But, uh, man, that one, we, we knocked it out of the park. I was pretty proud of it because... I felt like we covered so much of the issue without, you know, beating down on a community where there's no, there's no homeless shaming. We really talked about solutions and how yeah. you, how you went about getting help. And, and that one was really good. And obviously early on, you've been a big supporter since day one of the podcast. But when I had booked that show up again, I was nervous because I was like, I don't want to patronize. And I feel like we nailed it. I feel I like think we- so too. And I'm not trying to be like narcissistic in that way but everybody that has listened to it has only given me positive yeah and and they lie but like no No, but but (laughs) thanks no that one by far has the most exposure really i mean oh yeah it's it's got more than twice as many plays as any of the other episodes which is pretty interesting and obviously you know we're not going to get into this much but rick dancer was a big one he was a big draw yeah And, and rick coming on i mean local celebrity the the thing that's real about the podcast that's full disclosure is that when Rick came on, I was, I made my first big error and I I was, when you're doing this, you have two microphones hooked up to the audio interface. 
and I queued up one microphone on both tracks on my computer. So oh. basically you couldn't hear my voice. It was just an echo because it was picking up from his mic. Oh, and okay. oh my gosh. So we got done. And I have to say that the first time I interviewed him, because we re-recorded it. That's so the right. Interview that's, that's right. That's, if you notice episode, I think it's 11 and 12. I interviewed two people on the same day to kind of catch up because I was really diligent about doing one a week. Right. And I got to tell you, I Rick was really gracious because I got through the interview and, and I went to go play it. And then we were going to do some EQ cleanup and stuff. And I, I was like, oh, shit. And he's like, he's like, what? And I'm like, I told him what had happened. And he goes, Patrick. And he was really calm. And he was like, I've done this. I've done things similar. I've made mistakes in my... And he's won awards. And he's, a, yeah. you know, he's a great journalist. And... He's man, also a professional. Exactly. Well, yeah. And But he was really gracious. So exactly. he came back. And so... Uh, Rick and I have butted heads lately and it's pretty, anyone that's friends with either of us on social media or both of us has seen it. And, but I still got love for the guy and, uh, that was really cool of him to come back and that was a big draw. So that's a pretty popular episode as yeah. well, you yeah. know, and then next week or to the, uh, August 25th, and it's not really your question about what my favorite episode was, but is going to be, I'm having Ben Saunders, who's a professor at the university. He teaches a comic book class. <gasps> what? And he is a riot. I don't know what it is about the dudes from London, like Kaz, that yeah. I that I enjoy. But Ben's also from England originally, and his wife is from here. So that is going to be a good one. So do you meet these guests just being a barber? A lot of it is people that I encounter in the barber shop for sure. Uh, and then, you know, a few of them like... You like we just talked about with Sarah Schofield. You referred her, and mm-hmm. then friends of mine refer people, and then and then I've had some people reach out that I didn't feel were a fit. At least not. I mean, unfortunately, they weren't priority because it gotcha. wasn't like I wasn't jumping all over it. Also, some guests I've had to move around because I'm not quite prepared for the content. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a few things that we're gonna go over. I'm trying to do an episode about trans rights, mm-hmm. and it's really something that I want to kind of make sure we do it right. You gotcha. know, so I'm taking things a little slow with that one. Uh, but the time is now; it needs to be done. So Ash, 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 I'll be getting a hold of you, and and Ash is my coworker. And oh, I've met Ash. Yeah, he's rad, and he so is. he's he's been wanting to do this, and and we're gonna make that happen in the future. So, uh, and we're gonna do some other things. My friend Kyle wants to come on and and do an episode about uh, cerebral palsy which I think would be really neat. That would be great. Because there's a lot of information people don't know. And I think, you know, when we're kids and you see someone that's disabled, maybe limping or something, whatnot, mm-hmm. you just, it's not like your judgment, but you're just like, well, that's that's different because right. you're, try- you're trying to learn. Mm-hmm. And so if we can help educate each other on, on different conditions and different ways that people deal with life, uh, I think it'd be good. So that's an episode that I'm, I'm looking forward to scheduling and we'll do that sometime in the next season. Yeah, speaking of which, so it's been a full entire year and then a couple of weeks since you started this. August 5th August was the 5th. first episode. So of, it's been a year and a week. Yeah, so this is, I mean, technically the the first season is done. This is the first episode of season two. And I mean, I'm going to keep the numbers the same. I'm not going to start over like, so we're going to go by episode. This is 43. So right. it'll keep growing like so that. So 44, 45. So the seasons don't really mean much other than to kind of note that it's been a full year, second gotcha. year, you know, how many years it is. So speaking of year, where do you see yourself in this podcast in a year? Because it's, it's, it's grown so much. And then you've, you know, incorporated the video 
And I, I'm really excited to see how this season goes. And where do you see yourself in a year? Sometime I'd, I'd like to kind of explore the idea of, of live streaming. Ooh. You know, that's something that maybe we could do. The videos are pretty simple. So so I, I do kind of, I've considered getting a second camera and having some different shots. But then I just, I just thought the focus is the conversation. Right. I don't know if I need to spend all this time editing. And, and again, this is why sponsorships would be nice. I can't, I can't just justify spending the money for another camera understandable and it's just not the priority i i still think the podcast should be listened to the video is just a nice little novelty for people to to either watch on facebook without leaving that app i mean i don't right. know you know it just reaches more of an audience but uh and it gives a platform that if you have you know a tv instead of your phone that you want to put it on and stuff like that you can totally but uh where i see it i mean that's that's a big one i there's guests that i'd really like to have and and uh, you know, to continue to build the audience and to listen to what people have messaged me and told me, you know, what they'd like to see happen and things that they'd like to see change. The one thing is I get a lot of comments. Uh, I get a lot of comments from people in messenger, good really? friends and, and people I haven't seen in a long time. I wish that they would post those on the page. You know, yeah. cause one of the things that I really appreciate about what you've done is, is that on Facebook, you'll constantly message uh, you'll comment on the stuff when I release stuff just so that I know you're seeing it because yeah. Facebook as up to date, I haven't done the paid ads and I'm just kind of I'm hesitant to do the paid ads to reach a bigger audience. Cause I want the growth of the podcast to be organic. Gotcha. And so when you see it, make sure to like it, even if it's just cheesy and you don't read the whole thing, just hit a like and maybe leave a comment about if you're planning on listening or if you listened or suggestions, because that really helps more people see it. Right. You know, so if you're on the Facebook page and that that crowd has grown, you know, I think we're close to 500 now. Wow. And and I mean, it's it's that's all organic. You know, it's no paid to get paid for us followers. I haven't done that. So, right. And then we started the 541 yeah. connect community, mm -hmm. which is another way that um, I didn't know what that was going to be. You right. Know, the, the Facebook group, the 541 community originally was going to be basically, uh, you know, a way for people to share stories about lo local stuff. But what it became quickly was a bulletin board. Mm -hmm. And I realized really quick that was kind of good because what I wanted and what I was seeking out, we had talked about it a lot because you're an admin in that and a yes. couple other people. And what I wanted was I wanted somewhere that other places aren't allowing you to do things. Like they're not allowing you to promote that you're selling something that you mm -hmm. made made by hand. And we haven't really deleted a lot of stuff from it because people haven't become trolls because we're allowing people to do what they want within reason. Right. There ha I'm, I've been impressed that we haven't had to just go and delete. There's been like two people that were like, nope, trolling. And we just, I think it was homeless shaming both yeah, times. Yeah, absolutely. That we removed. And it's like an unspoken rule. We didn't sit out all this different stuff and we'll just do it however we feel like yeah, speaking of organic that's how this group has you know kind of come to be and formed itself yeah the 541 community is cool and it's become a bulletin board that people are sharing here's a couple of people sharing their rap songs every week and and at first i was like that's ah, too much but you know what who cares just exactly. scroll past it because it is the i want to let the local people do it now if it becomes where you're inundating it with Every day you're posting about, you know, the same thing over and over again, then I will I'll yeah. put it into that. But Plus, I'm not really into the MLM posts. You can do that on your own page, please. Right. So, um, yeah. Anyways, so I want to I want to know. So who is a guest that you want to bring on that like people like me would be literally shocked about? Dan Carlin, obviously, would be a dream just because he has hardcore history. His podcast, if you're not familiar, it's 
it's it's really popular. I'm so not familiar. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> listened to it a ton, but it's really popular. And so he's in Eugene, Oregon, and he's got one of the number one. I mean, it's a top ten national podcast. Really? Oh yeah. I need. And to he's check in this Eugene. Out. And then there's the guys from Broken Radio Five Four One podcast, which is pretty cool. Uh, after I started the podcast, I stumbled across that, and they do a monthly, once a month hip hop podcast oh, called ooh. the. Broken Radio 541. And those guys would be kind of neat to have, uh, you know, one or all of them on. Mm-hmm. And they're they're pretty, pretty you know, established. They've been doing it for a long time. So they're vets in the game. And they've been supportive. When I started this, I was reaching out to different places. And I, I promoted a little bit on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And those guys were real supportive about, hey, cool. It's it's good that you're doing something like, you know, a pot. I mean, I, my first few guests were hip hop because that was yeah, my world. Totally. And they weren't competitive at all because they're like, oh, that's tight. More, you know, more people because and I don't have that attitude either. When it comes to podcasts, one of the cool things, a couple weeks, I'm going to have a guest father and son and uh, Adam Graves, one of my customers, he reached out to me and he said, you know, we're thinking about starting a podcast, me and my 10 year old son. Oh, my gosh. Cohen, that's awesome. And he's like, you think I should? And I'm like, absolutely. Yes, like, do it, that. Just documenting it, even if it's not reaching a crazy audience. For yourself. Do it for yourself. And oh, my gosh. It's called The Nonsense Hour with Cohen and Adam. And I love this. It is so funny. Is and it so really? they're going to be on in a couple weeks. Uh, actually, I think, when is it? I think it's in October. Okay. But they're, we're booked out solid for a while. Nice. So, uh, that's going to be great. But yeah, to answer the question now, another one, obviously, Bernie Sanders. I mean, well, I want to get like a five minute. About that. I'm going to try. I'm going to try as much as I can when he comes to Eugene to get a, I'll somehow get a microphone in his face, even if it's just my iPhone. And I will include that in the podcast. I, we're gonna, I approve. We're going to do, do some some guerrilla filming with that one. And he'd be all about it, though. That's the I thing think I so, love too. About Bernie. He's like, you know, do your guerrilla thing. I'm here for you. I am for you. So, I mean, I guess one other way of answering that too is that it's not about who I'd have. I'd like to have a lot of the same people back. Yeah, I always want to. I want to find ways one? to keep bringing you back on. Me. I always, I always joke about uh, when people say like, "Who's your audience?" I'm like, Blair. It is me. It's, it's no, totally but me. but uh, Kaz is one that I want to continuously have back. I and just love his. James episodes. Barber brings a good uh, conversation every time. Every time, because James. James is so real about the the standing of the Democratic Party, mm-hmm. and I think that he's more patient than I am when it comes to it because he's all about coalition building mm-hmm. and different things, and and yet he he comes with a more rural background, and so he's got an experience that I think connects across yes uh, party, mm-hmm. and he just he just believes in social safety nets, and that's what makes him a Democrat currently because the progressive wing of the party is the only place that believes that we need to invest in each other. Right. And so James is, he's one I hope will keep coming back on and I'm sure he will. He's so full disclosure, he and Kaz and myself only by default myself, because my family wants to listen to me lots of times, but James and Kaz are the ones that I listen to repeatedly. Yeah. I, I clean my house and I listen to James Barber talk about star voting. Sure. Yeah. I the star clean voting my house stuff? and listen about global politics with right. Kaz. So yeah, the, the return guests are neat because it shows uh, growth in our relationship for one. And it also shows, uh, well, it allows us to go deeper into the conversation because mm-hmm. it, because the first episode, anytime I bring someone on, like the first time I interviewed Ender, I was, I've known him for years, but not at that capacity. Right. Not where I get to kind of grill him on some questions and ask him some fun stuff. And so the first one is to, is to allow the audience to get to know the guest. Mm-hmm. The second time they came on, 
they come on, we can get a little deeper with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really fun. And then the political ones, I don't want to just interview James when it's a political conversation because I want different voices. So, right. so I'm bringing on a good friend of mine, Patrick Miller, who should be a good conversation because the feud in the Democratic Party currently where you've got the centrists and the and the progressives right. kind of button heads, which is what a primary should be for. Exactly. So people are freaking out, but that's literally what it's designed exactly. to be like. But we're going to have a conversation about it. And, and Pat was initially, when this podcast started, the night before I interviewed Ender, before I even launched it, I had a plan. We were going to do a podcast with the two of us, and it was going to be called Two Pats and a Pod. Oh, my God. And <laughs> it proved that I wanted to hit the ground running. Yeah. And that Pat wanted to do things slow and methodical. And I do a DIY quick turnaround type creation. Like right. I want to make it to where, I mean, we're recording this right now. I set my interviews for 10 a.m. at noon. They're online. Right. You know, because I want it to be real Except and raw. Because I was late. Well, I mean, it was 10 minutes. But like, you know, uh, that's the way I go about things. Yep. And so I think it was, it's funny because I was pretty worked up with Pat because he was kind of like, oh, no, I want to do it this way. And as argumentative and defiant I was to him, I think it gave me drive. Yeah. So as much as that it didn't work out the way that we were going to do it, I appreciate him. And we'll joke about that in that episode because... I'm I'm a maniac and he's more methodical. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's going to, it's cool. So him coming on, we're going to talk politics. That's going to be September 15th, which is a couple days after the next debate, which is going to be awesome. Oh so it's perfect gosh. timing. Yeah. And we're going to recap the next debate, which should be smaller. I mean, it's still going to be stupid, but, but, but it's going to be, it's going to be smaller. I think there's going to be 10 people total and it's still two nights, I believe. So mm-hmm. it's going to be five on five, hopefully like five, one night, five, the next right. night, I think we'll, we'll see. But yeah, so that's a big one. So I am stoked to be here as per usual. Yeah. And I just got to know. So you said that um, you met a lot of your guests through being a barber. How long have you been doing this thing? I've like, been a barber since 2001. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. You're so old. So George Dudley, who owns the barbershop, Campus Barbershop, or Dudley's Campus Barbershop, he has been working there off and on for 25 years. And when I was in high school, I transferred from Springfield High to South. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was taking the city bus home because I still lived in Springfield. It's a long story, but it was really cool for me to be able to do that. Because mm-hmm. Springfield, it was just, I was floundering and I needed a fresh start. And uh, when I went to South, I would take the city bus home. So I would skateboard by the barbershop. And George lived across the street from a really good friend of mine in high school, Calvin Sissel. And so George and I became good friends and my, towards the end of my junior year, even I was like, I don't know what, I I don't want to go to college. My grades weren't great. I had to work really hard just to graduate. Mm -hmm. I went from like a 1.2 GPA at Springfield high and just falling apart and, you know, partying too much to Mm -hmm. at South, I got a 3.75. And so my overall accumulative GPA was still like a 2.0. So it was like eh, lane, you know, at first, which is fine. Right. But I just chose, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want the debt. So I got into I was talking to George, and he's like, you know, you you should you should become a barber. And I said, seriously, the man that you work with, yeah, now? yeah, yeah. Wow. And I said, you know, wow. I was like, I, I've never cut hair. And he goes, oh, you can learn that part. You cannot learn the love of people. And he was so right because one of the things I've learned as being a barber is the craft is very important, obviously. Right. But what's going to keep you going after twenty years? is that you have to love people, even people that don't like you, because you'll run into these issues sometimes where people are just being grumpy or being, I mean, it's personal. They're getting their haircut, you know? So uh, that's the part that I really 
it, I love about being a barber is I've been able to meet so many people. And so now, many. now I get to share my appreciation of these different individuals on my podcast, which is even Super. great. I mean, I wouldn't even be sitting here doing this podcast if it wasn't for my career as a barber, because having to talk to people on a, on a day to day and get to know them and ask them personal questions, that's really grown, uh, you know, my personal, like my communication yeah. skills as one, but it's just one of those things where I don't know what I could possibly do be doing otherwise. Like the path was the way that it was supposed to be. Right. You know? That's so cool. I had no idea that George was the one that got you into. Yeah, this he whole re- thing. he recommended it, and I said I'm going to go to school. How long have you worked for him? Uh, I've been at two, uh, since 2012. I've been at Dudley's Campus oh, okay. Barber Shop, and yeah, he recommended me going. And I I literally had never cut hair when I started school, and so the first five years of my career were rough. You know. Oh, but, of course. And I worked for the chain, Supercuts, and all that. So if I messed your hair up at oh, Supercuts, then just get over yourself. It's but. it's it's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Hair grows back. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, now 20 years in and. I've grown as a human being, I've grown as a man, I've grown, you know, as a barber. And I I just am so honored, you know, working on a University of Oregon campus, the best, the my favorite part is the people from all over the world. Yeah. The fact that Eugene isn't known for its diversity, necessarily. They say that culture, sure. But diversity from people with different ethnic backgrounds, that's not as common in Eugene. So to live or to work on a college campus, I wouldn't want to live there. But no, no, because no, no. of other reasons, there's just people defecating in your backyard. But still, uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so but you know, working on campus and getting to talk to people from all over the world, like Kaz, right? You know, for example, and then one of the guests I had, uh, he did uh, my friend Winston Wang. Mm-hmm. We did an interview about his life as an international student. You know, being from Taiwan. Just, I mean, I've gotten to know a lot of people from China, a lot of people from Iran, a lot of places that maybe America in general has conflict conflict with. The That's beauty amazing. of it is that you can talk when you're on a college campus. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you can have conversations about conflict instead mm-hmm. of having just like we can have our viewpoints on it and we come together. And have that conversation. That's one thing that's really good about a college campus and just diversity in general. The news will make you think that people from different ethnic backgrounds are feuding. And there's some truth to it, Mm -hmm. but not like they portray it. No. You know, people are willing to have those conversations a lot more. It's the... It's the Democrats and the Republicans right now that are at each other's throats, not the black and the white. Right. You know, as much. So... So, I want to transition, lastly, into your music career. I, I would uh, not call it a career, but uh, whatever. But I, You've been at it for decades, dude. I'm Just humble. I started it. in 2004 recording music, oh, and okay, not decades. No, but you've been doing music for longer than that. Just because you started recording in 2004, I mean, you I were, you were writing lyrics before that. I started writing lyrics when I was 12 years old. There you go. And then we used to get tape cassettes and a handheld tape recorder. Me and Jason Burton, mm-hmm. who is in the band, not a part of it, which I've played their music. I know Jason. Hi. Yeah, and so, uh, man, we used to just jam out just for fun, and a lot of it was just drinking and carrying on, and I always dreamed of being in a punk band, and and I never had the patience to learn how to play guitar yeah. or bass. I have these instruments, but full disclosure, <laughs> I, I'm not good at them. I mean, I'll play a little bit of bass, very little, but I have them, <laughs> I have them more or less if, if uh, people come over to record. You know, Roger McConnell is mm-hmm. somebody that I've done a lot of recording with, and my music is is a hobby, just like this podcast, 
But I will say one thing about it is I pride myself on this, that I have my own sound. I found something that I can do that's unique and that doesn't sound like anyone because I took influences from different pockets, from hip hop, from from pop punk, yeah. you know, bands like No Effects and Green Day and, yes. and that kind of stuff. And so I've definitely made my own sound and I, I'm I'm going to continue making songs, probably just singles, you know, little mm-hmm. EPs and stuff. I've got a track I'm working on right now from a beat from Jason Sessions, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just a lot of fun. I mean, I it's really just, like your Christmas video. The Christmas songs were a lot of fun. <laughs> they were so funny. Yeah, Jay Philly just nailed it in his verse on. Uh, oh my god! Totally. Saying Merry Christmas again, which is a satire on the on the war on Christmas. Yeah, and, right. Woo! I mean, those are uh, definitely on the on the Spotify playlist. Yes. At strpod.com/slash/Spotify. But then also there's videos on YouTube that if you're following this on YouTube, and that's another thing, please do. Please go to the YouTube watch and then subscribe to, because it's listed as self-esteem boat, Willie. So the Christmas videos were a, were really fun. I love and it. that EP was, a, was really, it turned out exactly like I wanted. I'm so proud of you for that. Yeah, it was a good one. And then, you know, I kicked the dust off after nine years of not making music and being stuck in my own head mm-hmm. with dealing with depression and stuff. And Hopeless Not Helpless was the album that I put out. And then, I mean, looking back at it, (coughs) it's interesting because people have told me, they're like, this is why music probably never pop off for me, is they're like, man, this is by far the best thing you've ever done. And then in hindsight, I don't even like listening to it because I just think I was so rusty and I don't have the same aggression. But that's the beauty of it. When you you create, I don't beat myself up if I haven't created this masterpiece. It's just as long as I'm making progress, that's all I care about making music because progress not perfection i take misery that i felt like on the track eye for an eye mm-hmm. or uh turmoil despair is another good example i take misery that i felt in my life and i flip it and make something out of it even if it's a dark song mm-hmm. you create something and it's a release of your creativity and that then you have something to show for that pain and that's yeah. why i make music is it's a therapy and it's I mean, it's something that it brings me a lot of joy. I'm a big fan of my own music. Yeah. So what's so your favorite it, song you've done of your own? Turmoil Despair is the most personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the video for Eye for an Eye that was made by Henry Weintraub is pretty awesome. And He's that such one, a great filmmaker. Yeah. And that song, Eye for an Eye, just, just happened. I mean, it's crazy uh, how it just came together. I can't talk about music without giving a shout out to Uncle Nancy. Oh, because yeah. Because Uncle Nancy taught me everything i know about music production Mm -hmm. and he was a jerk doing it but he's grown and i have to say that i i'm uh a a sacrificial lamb because he's started his own (laughs) school you know and he's killing it and he's doing music therapy where he plays somebody a song as they talk yeah and he plays like as as what they're talking about so he changes he's he just He's so innovative. He be on the podcast. Yeah, he's uh, back and forth between Portland and we're trying to do it. And he has his own podcast too, but we'll do that. We've actually been hinting too at an anti-dope, which was my first group, mm-hmm. anti-dope uh, reunion. And that oh, would be snap. bananas because our group was musically, I mean, Nancy's an incredible musician, but me and Billy had no business being in bands. <laughs> and musically, it was a train wreck, but we practiced so much that our live show was actually really like, it. it wasn't... We were rough around the edges, but it was like on point. Yeah. And engaging. Yeah. And so that we've talked about that, about doing another, another go of it. Yeah. So that, I hope that happens. Did I answer the question? My favorite song? I don't know if I did. Uh, You haven't answered any of my questions. Don't look back is my favorite one. Okay. Because don't look back, which is a new one and it's a single. You can find it on this, 
on strpod.com and it's on Spotify. All my music's on Spotify. Don't Look Back is a song that I was able to record with Josh Martinez, mm-hmm. who, that guy, who honestly, Josh Martinez is my favorite MC in all of hip hop. And really? he's from Vancouver, BC, originally Camo Bear Records and him and Sleep are Chichirones. Their song was featured on NBA 2K11. Nice. And man... He was cool. I reached out and I said, like, you know, I want to do a track. And he said that he'd be willing to do it. And I sent him a beat and he, he was telling me, he's like, sorry that I'm, I haven't gotten back to you sooner. I'm going through a breakup. And oh, I was snap. like, well, we should just write about that then. Because like I said before, I like to use it as therapy right. and kind of reflect and get on, move on with stuff. And Don't Look Back is just an awesome song. So Roger laid down the guitar on it, Roger McConnell who is just, I'll have him on as well. He's he's an awesome person. He's been doing some casino gigs with some cover bands now. Nice. That's a, he's getting some full book. I mean, he's actually making making it now as a professional musician, which is great after years and years and years of, of Klon, and he's had peaks and valleys, you know, so. Good for him. Yeah, so that's good. So I have gone through all my questions. As Show's I, over. I, I mean, that's it. Bye. No, thanks. so. Uh, okay, thanks, Bye. Is there anything you want to talk about? Anything you want your listeners I guess to know? I want to flip it on you and ask you, you know, you've came on and you've been super supportive. What is it that you enjoy most about the podcast? What is it that you that you feel makes it worthwhile? So, you know how you said being a barber has totally like grown your interpersonal communication skills. Every single episode, it's like you're best friends with these people. Even if you've just met them as they walked in your door to record that day. It's just super organic. It flows really well. There's a couple episodes where there's a few minutes where it's kind of cringy, but that's never on you. And I'm never, ever going to mention it because all the episodes are great. But I think that's even fun, though, when that happens. Honestly, because, cause it you, is. Because you see the realism of it. It's yeah, transparent. And, and, I'm t- and I'm talking cringy, not in like the subject matter or the fact that like people are getting like whatever. It's just... I don't know. Some people just like to talk about themselves a lot. And I get that it's a podcast, but please stop repeating yourself over and over. Right. You know, you got to drill it home, though. And and the Honestly. thing is, is that one of the beauties is that that I remember is when people come on as a guest, they're on the spot. Yeah. And I'm impressed with how I've been really fortunate with the list of guests that I've had. They've mm-hmm. all been so good. Yeah. One of my favorites. There's so many, but Alex Youngbauer, mm-hmm. the one about he's an amateur MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That was his first interview. He knocked it out of the park. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and some of the things that we've been able to learn about and oh my gosh, just people are so, it people are so great in general. Honestly, And, and yes. you put them on the spot and you put a mic in their face. Most of these people, one of the reasons I book a lot of them is because I ask them and if, if I ask someone, hey, you should do my podcast, they're like, what the hell would I talk about? I'm right. like, that's why. Yeah. Because that's what people want to hear from. They don't want to yeah. talk just to people that are just trying to hear themselves talk. Exactly. And like totally like not trying to dog on anybody who's repetitive like that. I get the whole anxiety thing. Sure. I'm totally, totally well, panicked and, and, right now. Yeah. Nah, but, but that's it, just because I'm, a, you know. But that's, a nervous wreck. That's part of the fun. I think I think uh, one of my favorite moments with the podcast was when I was interviewing Zach Bassett mm-hmm. and I made a stupid joke about hitting people with my car. <laughs> and I and I said, it was episode 27, and I said, I still hit people with my car. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that because you actually did hit someone. And he goes, I did. Oh, and my I said, God. And I said, <sighs> and, it was, and it was fatal. And he said, it was. And it was one of those oh. moments that it's, I have to be honest, 
I felt terrible, but at the same time, as the show's creator and founder and host, I was like, yes, this is gold. Because it's yeah. so funny because you do not see it coming. Right. And It'd the be thing, like if I cracked your mom jokes. When I started the show, there's there's a couple rules that I wrote out. I, I told myself that I need to live by. Don't try to be funny. Like, just to be you, you know? And that's a hard thing to overcome when you're recording stuff. Right. Because if you want to be funny, then you're like, I want to make it funny. So don't try to be funny. Be you was a big one. And uh, I can't even remember the other one. That's how important it was. No, <laughs> but uh, that, <laughs> so, so. Make sure the sound's proper. Yeah. And coming through the right mics when no, you record. Don't try to, no, don't try to be funny and don't try to be cool, you know, and, and be, tra- well, be honest. And, th- and that was the thing that, that it's really, if I try to be cool, it makes me less cool than I already am not. So like, I just, I'm like, don't even try. Just be you. Yeah. And that's something I'm, I'm pretty stoked whoever on. Whoever you that, are. Just whoever be. the hell I am. So that's something that that came out it's it's gone really well yeah agreed so, agreed yeah well this is awesome blair you know i i just can't thank you enough this is really cool because um not only do i get to be a nervous wreck and ask my favorite podcaster questions um i get to be a nervous wreck and be on video as well right so um let's give a shout out i don't i don't know if you're gonna how you're gonna applaud at home let's let's get a round of applause at home do it at home so we won't hear it for blair for doing this thanks come on yeah thank you I do this for you guys. I do this yeah, for you. Yeah, it's cool. And you had mentioned this idea about coming on and interviewing me for the recap. And I think what we'll probably do is we'll probably do this every year. You know, we'll I'm probably, okay with that. We'll probably uh, figure out a way to bring you back on and 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 do that every year. Just because I think it's a good opportunity for me to go more in depth about what, what's coming and what's changing. Yeah. So. And plus, you know, I listen to every single episode yeah. sometimes, which lots is, of times. Which is rad. There's a few you can listen to over and over again. I think it's kind of neat. And yes. you, you don't have to hear all of them. But I definitely, if you're interested in the podcast, you start listening to the current ones because mm-hmm. they catch your eye based on topic. Yeah, go back and start over from the beginning because it's kind of neat to see the progression. Abs- but. Oh, my God. honestly i did that a couple weeks ago we moved into a house from an apartment and i had a lot of time on my hands so i listened to almost the entire season over the course of like four days yeah it was cool it was cool i I finally done enough episodes that i can look back and there's episodes that i'm like i forgot this like not necessarily forget the guests because everybody like you said they're my they're my best friends i I welcome into my home my home and and they're you know it's i really try to connect with them yes and uh yet Sometimes there's conversations and different things. I'm like, oh, man, I forgot. And that's kind of neat. It's definitely cool to document, especially the political stuff, because you can yeah. see how it grows. I'd hate to have a podcast in 2016 after or before the election, because I'm sure we were gloating. You know, I remember, oh, man. I remember posting something on Facebook where I was like, spoiler alert, Hillary wins. And oh, then it popped man. up in my memories, and I actually threw my phone in the toilet. But, oh, but, no. <laughs> so anyway. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to end it with a song. Every what song today? Every episode ends with a track, and then we talked about it earlier, mm-hmm. uh, com slash Spotify, and the link will be in the show notes from the most recent episodes. Uh, you can listen to the podcast playlist and, you know, follow that on Spotify. And so the song I chose today was off of the album Hopeless not helpless. It's one of my own baby steps. Mm -hmm. And I chose it because, uh, baby steps is basically how we started this, how we started from scratch, how we kind of were baby steps. The song originally was about quitting drinking and Mm. me getting sober and taking it one day at a time, but it's about more than just that. So I chose that song so that we could kind of, you know, baby steps or how you get, how you get yourself moving. So
was not promised. Good